Okay, welcome to the Jet Set Physical Therapy Podcast. We are in Thailand right now, and we have some special guests. I'm just going to have you introduce yourselves down the line, right to left. And uh, I'm excited about this episode because it's um, something that we've never done before. All right. Great. So go ahead, Dodie. Thank you. I'm Dodie Chang. I'm a doctor of acupuncture and Chinese medicine. I'm Claire Frang. I'm a doctor of physical therapy. I'm Jay Bod. I'm a doctor of physical therapy as well. I'm Andre Chavez. I'm also a doctor of physical therapy. And I'm Randall. I'll just be doing soundtrack today. All right. You'll, you'll hop in on yeah, the yeah, I'll hop in. So let me just get it started, okay? Um, we've been talking, what, for three days now? You know, just chilling in Thailand, talking. And it's uh, it reminds me of, uh, Andre, remember when we went to Red Lobster? And we were with Michael Shacklock and Claire, you were there too. And uh, Andre and I were just saying to each other, we're just like kind of blessed to be in this room listening to this conversation. And I felt the same way listening to the conversation between the three of you, Jay, Claire, and Dodie, just like, you know, listening to all the knowledge that you guys have. So in these three days that we've been having these discussions, what is the kind of the thing that you stuck with you as far as um, having these conversations about that you didn't know about the other's profession? Well, first I want to thank um, Jeff that we have for including me in this training. I'm an acupuncturist and I'm a monk physical therapist and you've all been very welcoming to me and um, also being very um, kind to me in, in um, allowing me to share my perspective on um, how we see the body. So I, I appreciate that openness and that dialogue and that welcome. Um, <clears throat> I think for me, coming here was uh, just a real blessing because it gave me a different perspective than how I look at the body. Um, I think we, as acupuncturists, tend to look at the body more um, uh, local and more um, in terms of, uh, depending on the style of acupuncture that, that we use, um, looking at um, patterns of, uh, of can be referral or along uh, nerve pathways or muscle imbalances. And this approach that Claire Frank brings gives a much global um, perspective. And also it introduced me to this concept of stability that I didn't think of before. Um, and I think that really enhances how the body coordinates um, its motion and movement back to the central nervous system, and then the central nervous system um, taking on a, a bigger role in how the body integrates movement. So that was, that was a real enlightenment for me this week. How about you, Claire? Well, first of all, I was like so happy to be here partly just because it's in my neck of the woods. I grew up in Malaysia, so Phuket is just an hour and a half from here, and I'm among friends, uh, Jay, Andre, and Randall. And then uh, I was just energized, totally energized, just meeting you, Dodi. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and the conversations we've had, I'm like, I'm, I feel so, not just blessed, but also feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know so, I don't know so much. I don't know anything anymore. Uh, I'm not so sure about, it's like, I know what I know, but there's so much I don't know. And I'm, I need to be okay with it, but at the same time, I don't want to be content either. So you kind of pushed me at a point in my life right now that I, 
I'm just excited again about what mm-hmm. I do, um, and not and knowing there's so much I don't know. <laughs> it's 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 humbling but exciting because yeah. it makes me actually want to go forward again. Oh, that's so wonderful! <laughs> I, awesome. I'm so touched by that um, because I'm humbled in the sense that. Um, I hear us having a dialogue and there's so many things we overlap in and that excites me and I and I felt like this um, the last three days we talk about things and I'm like oh my gosh we're we're really talking about really similar things while we're from different professions Um, and and that has been very um, exciting but also very um, comforting to know that when we take it from that uh, lens um, and there's like little concepts or big concepts like the importance of palpation yeah. and the importance of treating local and distal um, together and there were so many concepts where I'm like oh my gosh we're 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 aligned yeah. and and that's really exciting to know that mm-hmm. our different professions have in the past have been in yeah. different co- uh, corners and yet um, we can bridge that, yeah. and we can be very synergistic in the way we look at the body. Yeah, and as I was sharing with the group, I grew up with more Eastern medicine. Mm-hmm. And so uh, if I had any sports injury, um, my parents and my coaches would actually take me to <laughs> Eastern medicine doctors, uh, and not so much to Western medicine. So. And then I know it works because my friend's grandma, I she did so much uh, Chinese uh, traditional medicine on me. I don't know what she's doing. I don't know what she was doing, but I know it works. And I know it was like crazy works, but I don't understand it completely. And of course, when I went to the U.S., I chose to go into the Western medicine route, which is physical therapy. I have no regrets at the same time. Uh, it's like this is always in the back of my mind. Why does it work? I really don't know what it is. I don't really. It's like, and every time I ask when I go to see the Chinese doctor, I ask them to explain to me. But my Chinese is so limited, and they're from more more from China or other other countries. So there's like, oh, it's a chi, the chi. I'm like, I know, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> and so listening to you speak, Dodi, was like so refreshing because you. The, the terminology you're trying to we're trying to bridge the gap yes. with the terminology because <clears throat> I have no clue what meridians are really and then as we were talking about the fascia stuff and then I show you some of the fascia planes you're like that's meridians but mm-hmm. you know from a different perspective so like you say we have so much more in common than differences of yes. course there is going to be unique differences between the, the, the paradigm that we come from but ultimately, wow, I'm like, <laughs> this is so exciting. I'm so excited. I'm like, I was like, I can't believe this because I'm, I can, I'm, I'm at the stage in my career that where I'm like, uh, I'm, I don't know what my next step is. And then I'm calm, I come here, I'm like, oh, I'm just so excited. So thank you. Oh, thank, thank you, you so Jet much. Set, for creating this, <laughs> this net, not just networking, but a meeting of, I call it, kindred spirits, like-minded people. So mm-hmm. thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, guys. Oh, our pleasure. Like I said, we felt blessed to be in the room with you two.
Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I will tell you, I, I'm picking up off the same energy because um, I'm picking up more or less on that same energy because I, coming here, it was like, oh, we've got, you know, every once in a while we'll get somebody from a different discipline come in and, and it was like, oh, I've got somebody coming in who's an acupuncturist. I'm like, I know nothing about that profession other than, I mean, it's a black box to me, right, as to what they do. And I was, I was interested to meet you first and foremost and just kind of learn a little bit about what you do. And then um, that, that first day where we met at the breakfast table, I sat down and I'm just talking to you and I'm just like, oh my God. I'm like, there's so much stuff she's talking about, which just makes so much sense. And it's very similar to what we're trying to do with our hands and our, and some of our techniques and our interventions, but it's being done in a, in a very like unique and, and, and different way. And it's, it, it, it's awesome because it, to, it, it shows me that there's, there's so much um, there's so much interdisciplinary stuff that can be done, um, and you know I'm, I'm again I'm I'm a clinician, but I'm still I'm in a stage of my career where I'm doing some management, so I can affect things on a more global level. And um, one of the things in just talking to you just made me realize that hey, I need to get to know some of the acupuncturists who we're sending our patients out to and understand and 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 see how we can blend and marry some of what we're doing and bring some more interdisciplinary care. So I left energized after just meeting you on the first uh, visit or first uh, conversation we had. And um, I was, I was really excited. I was, I was texting my, my chief back home. I was like, Oh my God, I met this acupuncturist and we got to do this. You know, I'm, I'm like sit, sitting there and he was, he's really excited too. Cause he's very open-minded too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to take uh, do you guys have anything you want to add before I, I jump in to the conversation a little bit more? No. Dre or no. Randall? No, let's go. Okay. <laughs> so one of the things that, um, you know, reflecting back to that conversation, you talked a little bit about, um, you know, how you go. And again, this is, this is my understanding. So please correct me if I'm wrong. But you, you talked a little bit about how, um, you know, hey, sometimes I'll get patients who come in. They can't find their glute. They can't find their those muscles, and I'll go in, and I'm really focused on you know um, finding specific points um, and looking to tap or 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 gain access to a particular nerve, mm-hmm. and I'm looking to either, um, for lack of better words, either get more out of a specific nerve um, through affecting the CNS or downregulate right. or other muscles. Can you talk a little bit about that? Right. So um, I think. My profession has gone through a tremendous amount of change in the last, I would say, 10 to 15, 20 years. And we've become much more uh, adept at treating orthopedic and neurological conditions. And those who are trained in um, more of this approach work with assessment, and we also work with um, doing manual muscle testing. And by doing that, we have a better understanding of how to engage um, the body in orthopedic conditions. So when you have an issue, let's say, we were talking about glutes uh, not firing, right? So if a glute is inhibited, um, we would look at not only muscles that are inhibited, and those are um, those muscles that are actually in excess, but then we also look at the nerves uh, that go to feed that. So in the case of glute medius, we'd look at the superior gluteal nerve, um, access that, that then starts to uh, fire into the glute med, 
and then that signal also then goes up to the segment, segment that then sends a um, signal to the central nervous system, and then it goes back down. So all of a sudden, you have a muscle that's not firing, and we're creating nerve uh, pathways that create um, activation again. So that, that was an example I wanted to share with you when we met about how uh, using a needle can get a muscle to fire versus just using um, an exercise or movement therapy. And so um, that's how I think acupuncturists and physical therapists can work together. So we're not, my profession's not just talking about something esoteric like chi or chi deficiency <laughs> or, or, you know, the muscle not having enough, uh, you know, blood flow or, or yeah, and, a liver cheese stagnation. And when you say that, this is what most, yeah. like all most of us who are more Western trained <clears throat> in, in on the traditional medical model, this is what we think it is. Mm -hmm. It's about chi. I'm like, what chi? I was like, I have no clue. Yeah. So, yeah, so when we talk now about chi, we're talking about nerve impulse, right? Oh. And so that nerve, oh. because um, chi is energy, right? It's vibration, yeah. it is um, an electrical pulsation. So if you look at it that way, we're looking at the influence of uh, nerves and the electrical signal going into different parts of our body. And I think that's very exciting because that then we can have a conversation with medical yeah. doctors. We can right. have conversations you know, across the medical profession and we're starting to now communi communicate in a way that um, we understand each other better. So that's what's yeah. really exciting about it. Can, can you guys talk about the um, a little bit about what you were talking about yesterday where um, they're using needles to go in between the oh, muscles? Oh, I don't know enough of that. I just know one uh, of the doctors in mm. L.A. basically, uh, she's using needles. She's a physician, actually, mm -hmm. in PhysMed, uh, Dr. Tina Wong. She, she's talking more on the fascial plane so to stimulate gliding. So she would insert a needle under diagnostic ultrasound to guide it, and then, um, I hope I don't do her injustice by saying this, but basically saline solution or some kind of s solution, and then basically kind of separating the fiber so that it can, the planes of the fascia to actually glide. Mm. And so she's not using it more as a acupuncture, <coughs> at least that's one my understanding. So she's coming more from a fascial plane mm. perspective. And then what was, what was your perspective on that? When so um, I believe um, there was another um, practitioner, PT, who was asking questions about how in dry needling um, courses, um, how do you know where to put the needle along, <clears throat> along muscle? And I was explaining to her that in research, what we've discovered is that the meridian pathways are actually corresponding to nerve pathways. And those nerve pathways tend to be between intramuscular septum. So it's between muscle planes. And that's really where the rich supply of nerves um, and signaling happens. So what we were looking at is um, <clears throat> accessing those planes, intramuscular planes, and those are then able to um, go deep into the um, <clears throat> different uh, layers of, the, of uh, muscle tissue and also nerve fibers, but also gives uh, signaling back up to the brain as we were talking about earlier. Right, that just blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so it's not just a random thing. All of a sudden we're seeing these pathways and um, channels are actually the ancient physicians knew about nerve pathways before we even knew what they were talking about. And, and now there's evidence that 
that they were accessing nerves. It's just brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so blown away. Uh, it's like how we attack it more from a fascia or a muscle and trying to actually promote gliding. Now the question is, when we introduce the gliding, would that be a possible channel? No, I won't use the word channel, a means to actually get the nerve to <coughs> actually have a little bit, maybe stronger connection to the brain? I, I don't know. Right, and I think this is where we, when we talk about like myofascial planes, yes. and you know that it's a neural myofascial right. connection, mm -hmm. right? Then yeah, then we're really looking at um, these connections that go, like we were talking about, um, mm -hmm. about Tom Myers and anatomy trains, or, or in Chinese medicine we call it, um, <clears throat> We call it uh, the Jing Luo, you know, the channel sinews. And <clears throat> so then we are overlapping this concept of the importance of myofascial um, trains and, and how they work in our body. And it goes back to your concept of everything, all the muscles are connected. Yeah. Um, and, and that important connection um, puts us, you yes. know, into. Yeah. yeah. And I use from early on my career career because physical therapy we focus so much on muscles but I've come away from it because I know that muscles you cannot separate first of all the muscles from fascia because uh, and then the other the underlying thing muscles or joints don't move you need the brain so it's like you the driving force is the brain so whenever I think of training or whenever I put my hands it's like how can I put my hands on someone to kind of guide or replicate, or to introduce movement, from, because I'm looking from a movement perspective. Uh, I'm not talking about generic movement, I'm just talking about specific directional movement, or uh, to facilitate that, that connection to the brain. I'm, so I'm almost thinking, how can I do, like, access the, the brain to change? Uh, on through my manipulating or m move moving of the tissue so that's how I'm seeing it's like uh, so that's my challenge so this is where I was was chatting with you about how um, the art of palpation and uh, putting how you put your hands on someone it's like whenever I put my hands on someone it's actually I'm trying to communicate with that person's brain in some ways. And uh, like I want to, if you, you mentioned like an energy from the energy that I have, like I'm like trying to steer it <laughs> in some ways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's and that's what was incredible about um, <clears throat> today's uh, workshop is that when you were demonstrating and then also watching um, going around showing us I felt that I felt that connection into my body up into yeah. my brain and and feeling that knowing that that's happening in physical therapy I you know I didn't know that you could access the body in that way so yeah I, I, I hope <laughs> that's what we're doing uh, so it'll be in really interesting if we can have someone doing a, a skilled clinician 
doing like working on the tissues and see what lights up in the brain under a dynamic MRI or you know oh, yeah. it'll be so cool to see that what mm -hmm. happens at the brain level I know the to touch but I'm talking about specific touch and the direction of touch and just a touch because we know that touch is is healing <laughs> but then we all know there are well, we've all encountered people where the touch is different mm -hmm. and it's like that's what i think i strive for i want to be that healer in that many ways mm -hmm. uh, uh, through the way i speak through the way i interact with people the way i touch and i think there's an art thing that we all need to be as clinicians or practitioners need to kind of hone it a little bit more we because we have so much knowledge you just have to google and you get knowledge everywhere then the question is can you translate that knowledge into for us for physiotherapists uh, it's through our hands mm -hmm. <laughs> well, that mm -hmm. i think is a huge huge challenge yeah <laughs> i agree i think the importance of palpation and <clears throat> that we need to um, develop that skill and takes years of practice to to hone that and <clears throat> I always come to these trainings because I think that it's a skill that you need to continually refine and the more you practice and see patients it kind of dulls out until you come back yeah. into a community of healers and practitioners and you start working on each other and you feel that again in your fingertips mm -hmm. and then you go back into practice into clinic and you're able to <clears throat> go back and do that and over time there's a honing and a refining to that, like like you're sharpening, sharpening your your skills, and and that's what I got this weekend from the training. So thank you so much. <laughs> you're very kind. I'm I'm like so blown away because I'm like oh I'm gonna leave this playing like I have so much more I don't know, so much I don't know. So of course I can go. It's like oh I can go hide in my little cave and say oh, I don't want to do, I don't want to learn more. But it's actually like I'm gonna go delve even. I don't know about deeper, but at least know more about it. <laughs> so I can have a little more uh, educated conversation with other acupuncturists or medical doctors or, you know. Yeah. I mean, how do we do that? Well, I think the first thing, we, you know, we need to do is interdisciplinary wise, we need to work on each other. Um, physical oh, yeah. therapists should get acupuncture, and acupuncturists should uh, dialogue and get treated by physical therapists because I think we don't know what each other are doing. Mm -hmm. um, so it's that dialogue first. And then, um, just like there are specialists in acupuncture, and you are also specialists within your physical therapy field, it's to start to create that communication, whether you're specializing in orthopedics or neurology, is to start to um, have a dialogue and also um, <clears throat> share patients and create a dialogue of, yeah. you know, I'm treating the patient um, and I'm gonna refer to you. And when you have an understanding of how each of you can help, um, then you're able to, um, <clears throat> my thing is patients get better quicker the more we work in an inter inter interdisciplinary manner. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's what I'd like to see in our profession. Yeah, I mean, um, I actually had a couple thoughts on that so I mean we're trying to do that right now uh, currently in my system back home um, 
specifically around uh, marrying the, our phys med and our PTs together. And I have a doc who's like, I mean, he came to classes with us to learn more about what PTs do. And then our PTs just being around and, and seeing what the doctors can offer. It's, it's like, it, it, it's, it's, there's this um, be benefit from just working together. But I, I totally feel like, again, it's like this other layer now. It's like, because in just talking to you, it's like, I feel like we have to bring some of the acupuncturists that we're utilizing into our team and understand what, what they're doing mm -hmm. and, and how they can, uh, you know, benefit our patients. And, and again, uh, really, um, you know, we can all move the ball <coughs> forward together. Um, can you tell me a little bit? Because again, there was there was nuances in, in our conversations mm -hmm. um, where you talked a little bit about um, you know all the various types of, of acupuncturists and such out there. Um, can you tell me about <laughs> specialties that you have and what each one would you know just a general idea of what each one would offer? So I think um, <laughs> within my um, profession, I think. <clears throat> There are specialists in many different fields. We have people who are specialists in fertility, in um, women's health. We have specialists in oncology. Um, but in, in the realm that I'm working in, it's, um, it's, um, I'm sorry, it's orthopedics and neurology. That's really where my, my intention has been in the last um, 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the practitioners, the acupuncturists out there, they are becoming so talented and so incredibly um, um, effective in, in their professions. We have sports teams that are hiring acupuncturists on, on professional oh, wow. sports teams. Um, they're working at a level that, um, you know, that um, they're having tremendous um, impact in hospitals and in, in medical settings. So I think that you're gonna see a lot more integration um, of acupuncturists and, and we need to create more of that. Um, did I, am I answering a question yeah, or did yeah. I get I, I, off on a tangent? No, no. I think Andre is interested in the fertility. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I think the, the question I had was between like, the, the big thing I think you told me was um, you do, you do neuroacupuncture, but mm -hmm. you, you also do orthopedic. Yeah. Can you explain the difference between the two? Um, sure. So, um, <clears throat> I'm very grateful that I have a colleague of mine, uh, Dr. Pony Chang, who I started um, studying with uh, about four or five years ago, and he's out of Toronto, Canada. And um, he has done so much um, incredible work on uh, the peripheral nervous system and peripheral nerves. Um, and he's the one who's really mapped out the connection between acupuncture points and uh, nerves and mm. nerve pathways. <clears throat> and because of, of my interest in in, uh, thankfully, um, through um, working with him, um, we have a program here in uh, the states trying to train acupuncturists in neurology. So the conditions that we often see that are really effective um, for uh, acupuncture tend to be um, issues of the central nervous system. So stroke patients, uh, people who have um, central nervous system disorders, Parkinson's, um, any kind of um, issues with. Uh, autism, dementia, um, what other cerebellar issues, and then we have issues that are related to peripheral nerves, like nerve entrapment issues, radiculopathy, um, cranial nerve issues, migraines, 
all these things are um, things acupuncture is really effective at working with. And mm. I think the more acupuncturists become skilled in this, the better patients will get, um, and the less <coughs> less uh, extreme interventions they'll have if we can get to that population sooner. Fascinating. Yeah, I mean, I remember the conversation we had yesterday, and um, we were talking a little bit about how um, I think was it was it Claire? I think you were saying growing up, there were there were there was um, patients or stories that you had seen of of acupuncturists who helping stroke patients. Yes, even uh, I wasn't growing up. Actually, it's my friend's mom, who actually got acupuncture for her stroke rehab, mm -hmm. and you know. When she first told me, my hairdresser told me this, I'm like, because her mom was basically hemiplegic, <coughs> couldn't do any walking. And a lot of the, I, I know they didn't send the mom to physical therapy, but they are more like firm believers, more on the, the traditional medi medicine. So her mom basically got acupuncture. And then the rehab was acupuncture. And the mom is walking. Oh, wow. Hmm. I mean, you can, I mean, there, uh, this is more like personal. That's why I'm like, uh, I know it works. I don't know how it works. And I wouldn't even believe it until I, because, but because it was my hairdressers who I personally know, and then her mom, and then seeing the mom, I'm like, okay, uh, you got my attention. I don't know what happened. I, I don't, as I said, I'm not well versed in Chinese. I don't know enough Chinese to speak because a lot of the acupuncturists where I live, uh, they're more not Western trained. Mm -hmm. They're actually from China mm -hmm. or Taiwan or somewhere else. And so I don't know what, how they're going to communicate with me. And so, of course, when I ask them anything, they talk about qi. That's the only word I can understand. <laughs> 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 and then that's why I say it's so refreshing to hear you speak so now i'm like i think i'll find someone um uh, so i had a better conversations because mm -hmm. uh, my chinese is not good i'm sorry <laughs> and, and actually if even if they were to explain it in their simplest way i don't know if i can even understand um, and so like talking to you i as you you're so brilliantly explaining it but my brain is still having a rough time like formulating what you just said mm -hmm. like uh i'm like a little slow i i'm a slow learner i have to kind of like i uh kind of mull on on it it's like uh you've made some statements where i'm like that was brilliant but i don't know what she said she, <laughs> I, I know I, I know it's like i heard you but i don't know the depth of understanding that i, I i'm not quite yeah, and I think that's a really good point because we can talk about these concepts, but when you start to feel it in your body, like when yeah. you were talking to me about um, Voita, is yes. that I was blown away. I was like, how is this possible, right? Like, how is it possible that you get these movements happening in the body? And then today I felt it. I was like, oh, and this is the same thing about acupuncture, right? If yeah. you are trying to really understand what does it feel like when you get... Um, you know, nerve stimulation into a muscle. Go and feel it. Feel yeah. how your muscle involuntarily um, twitches when you get an electrical impulse, and then you're you're just it's mind blowing. 
and then and then you can I, I think so much of us as practitioners, we also learn through our bodies. We were talking about this when we get massage or when yeah. we get treatment. We see how that sensation is happening in our bodies, and then that informs our own knowledge, our experience, and then we are then able to recreate it in our patients. Yeah. Yes. Right. Um, so that's the cool part. <clears throat> yes, and that's why, you know, we we gather together in this communal experience of of learning and teaching and. Um, brings about that experiential knowledge. So I hope that um, whatever I talked about creates a curiosity yes. where you go out and you actually feel feel it, get a get a treatment. And and I think that's really where where we will uh, benefit the most from each other. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Did you have something you wanted to? Yeah. So you um, you work in an interdisciplinary approach, correct, yes, in yeah. New York. Um, can you tell us a little bit of what that looks like? Um, and obviously, you're at a physical therapy course. So, yeah. like, how did that happen? Like, what does it look like, and how did that come about? Yeah, that's. Um, I work in a physical therapy practice in Manhattan uh, called IPA Manhattan um, with some fabulous physical therapists who have um, been so welcoming, just the way you have. Um, and I think, Claire, you said that physical therapists are the happiest uh, profession. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I mean, that was one of the, that was, I mean, I like to say, we don't make that much, but we're happy people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, it, you're a great group of people to hang out with, and, um, and that's been my experience at the physical therapy office that I work with. Um, <laughs> So how it began was many years ago, um, I would have patients who would go see a particular PT. And it turned out that without him and I knowing of each other, we were seeing the same patient and we were getting results that um, our patients were getting better after seeing both of us. And then we thought, huh, who are you seeing? And then this, this man's name kept coming up. His name was Dean Hazama. And uh, then over time, he and I started to correspond by email. Uh, a few years later, I ended up with a shoulder injury, and I wasn't getting better. I had a frozen shoulder. So I contacted him. And when I went in to get treatment, just the way he approached my body and the way we got talked and got along, we hit it off right away. And he suggested that I go into um, work together in his office. So at that time, I already I already had two locations. I said I can't I can't open a third office. It's crazy. And he said, Oh, we'll just you know come for half a day and we'll hang out, and we'll you know we're already seeing patients together and it'll be good to work together. <clears throat> so I went in into Manhattan, and then after after about um, six months, I started getting busy and I had a full day of um, seeing patients. And it was through working with Dean and the physical therapist there um, that I started to see the importance of <coughs> functional manual therapy and the impact that, that they have in um, treating the body. And it works so well with the, my style of acupuncture. And so that's how I began working with physical therapists. We have a really great um, communication because we can see patients and bounce back, like this is what I've seen, this is how I'm, I treated, I'm now passing this along to you, and you can do your thing. But not, then I know that okay, I, you know this. The patients already had this worked on, and I'm just going to add a different layer to what the PT has done, and vice versa. So, so that's how that's how I work together with uh, 
um, my colleagues, and it's been so great. Very patient centered. Yes. Uh, yes. Very uh, much. Yeah. Because yeah. I think sometimes what happens is uh, we get locked into what we do, and we want to make sure that uh, it's like an elitist. It's like if I'm giving you physical therapy, let's tell the some of us might tell the patient. Uh, maybe don't go to the others so they can see what we can do. So there's a lot of, um, it's like maybe, it's like, how would I say? It's like, because the patients always ask us, do you think it's, uh, I can go for acupuncture? Then we like hold off, see what PT can do, and then you can do the acupuncture. But what I'm hearing you say <laughs> is that how can we actually do both yes for the betterment for the patient yeah. yeah it's like why do we have to exhaust all the pt first and if it doesn't work then go acupuncture or do all the acupuncture if it doesn't work then come to pt mm -hmm. is that right yeah that that can be very <clears throat> problematic because i think we can do so much better work when we communicate with each other and work at the same time um, but in different capacities, where our work needs to be synergistic. So what that means is if you're working on, on a particular area, you can't over-treat that. So knowing that my patient's gonna go see a PT later on this week, I don't wanna over-treat over that. I wanna give enough of what I'm doing to kind of lay the groundwork so when the physical therapist is going in there, their work is gonna get easier. So my job is to facilitate a better response from the PT mm -hmm. than to think of it just as, I'm gonna get everything done myself, because that's not gonna happen. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make certain types of tissue changes. Maybe um, I'm gonna change the way um, we get more, <clears throat> uh, you know, uh, less pain, maybe reduce inflammation, and then I'm gonna send that patient off to the physical therapist who's gonna do their work in getting maybe, you know, more uh, movement, more stability, yeah. more you know, motor control. But I've kind of did my work to to help that along. Yeah. Well, what you're saying is, I just reminded it's like me working with some personal trainers or Pilates trainers because sometimes the patients would come in saying, "This is I'm um, working with the Pilates and or yoga or personal training," and I've had actually some patients bring in their trainers doing my session with them. And then we have a dialogue. And so the personal trainer will ask me questions and then it's like, this is what my findings are. It's like, this is perhaps when you're working out with so-and-so, um, you're doing your squats, just make sure you're gonna pay attention to her foot, let's say, mm -hmm. or uh, her pelvis. So now it becomes a little bit more directed and we're like, now it's a collaboration. Mm -hmm. It's not like I, it's like, don't go to your personal trainer because the patient probably has such a good relationship with a trainer. Why destroy that? Mm -hmm. Like, why don't we work together as together for the betterment for the client? Yeah. So I think it takes a lot of security uh, on our part because a lot of us want to feel like we were, the, we, we, we were the ones who got that person better. We mm -hmm. or I. Huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I am the one who helped this person so and so. At the same time, I'm like, you know, get off your high horse. Why don't we just like 
work together as a team. Yes, and I think that to me resonates so much when, when you were talking about listening to the patient, right? Listening to the patient's body and let the body speak. So then when you go into that perspective, it's not about you doing the healing or you changing that person. It's you're, you're, being, you're the facilitator. And by taking that approach, you can just hand off that facilitator role to the, to the next practitioner and because your goal is really on listening to what the patient's body is willing to do. And sometimes the patient's not ready to do what I, yeah. I can do with my skill set, but I know that the physical therapist will be able to um, help better. So yeah, I think that's why this was the kind of things I would get really excited about when you would talk. I'm like, oh, there's that, you know, we're, we're seeing from the same lens, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's like we're mind-minded people. Yeah, I 100% I agree. I mean, I, I think the more I, I, I look, the more I see as, as we, we move forward in medicine, there needs to be more integration. Um, I mean, there's been more separation with specialization, yeah. but there needs to be more integration mm -hmm. if we're going to get um, people better. Um, and it's a, it's a bigger conversation if you look at just the medical system in the U.S., um, you know, more dollar per capita is spent, I think, on medicine than most countries in the world, but yet we're not as good or efficient as most of the other countries. And I think there is something to say about if we get on, you know, the same page from a multidisciplinary approach, we might get better outcomes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, it, sometimes it feels like such a, a big job. But how I see it's like, you know, if we can have this like conversation even like today, you know, with you, with, uh, with an, uh, you're coming from perspective. It's like breaking down barriers. I think mm -hmm. it's a big one, mm -hmm. you know? Because mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times we, because we don't understand each other, we don't understand what the other person does. So there's always like little like, well, it's like hands, like what's the word I want to use? It's like, I'm going to put my arms because I don't understand you. So I'm going to kind of be a little bit uh, hands not hands off, but put you at arm's length. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I I think that our success is when our patients get better sooner. And uh, you know, I think uh, when our patients get better sooner and quicker, then that brings more business into us. So this idea of like. I don't want to share my patients <laughs> because I'm worried I'm not going to have enough patients, you know, for the following week. It, it's such a limited mindset. But when you really think of the more success you're going to have in life is actually doing more work, good work out there. Mm -hmm. You know, the more successful you are is really when your patients get better, and and then you connect, create this uh, connection with other practitioners. Mm -hmm. That really is what generates goodness, wealth, success, you know, and I, and I think that when we dialogued, like what was, what was so amazing is, you know, you're like, who do I refer out to? Like, who are the good people out there? You know, so yeah, right. that's what we want, right? We right. want to create that network and yeah. there, and there is there, that exists within my profession. Uh -huh. And, and now I, you know, see that working with you guys, I'm like, I'm so excited. And there's so much I want to learn too now that's taking me down a different realm. Um, so thank you for that. I was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not one-sided. Did you have? Uh, yeah. Go for it. Well, yeah, like, uh, like 
like you were saying, breaking down barriers. That that's exactly why we're so excited about having this podcast because we're, what we're hoping is, is other people listen to it and they change their perspective on how they're going to integrate our professions. Um, I was wondering for for you three, for you four, um, how are you going to change from here moving forward? Is there anything that like Dodie said or <coughs> that is going to change the way that we talk to our patients about acupuncture or the way that we're going to, as a manager, we're going to search for acupuncture. This is, I was, why don't you start? I mean, I'm already, you know, I'm seeing a lot of patients who are, you know, going to acupuncture and I'm, you know, I don't, again, I don't know that much about it. Um, and I, I don't say don't go. Um, but I, you know, I think I'm, I'm, wanting to walk away with a deeper understanding um, and like maybe even reaching out for like a more collaborative approach as far as like putting a face to a name. Like when you get to know a clinician, uh, like off talking on the phone versus like an email or, you know, meeting up for coffee or something, it's a whole different like perspective. So those are things that like, I'm like, even just having this dialogue, like face to face with you right now, I'm kind of like, Oh wow. You know, I know, I know you now. And I, <laughs> It's that's what I'm taking away from this. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, for me, again, I that first conversation, it was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh my God. And I just I kind of get, you know, lost in translation and just start really running with ideas. And so uh, for me, it was just like, number one, I told Randall, I'm like, man, we got to get our own podcast because <laughs> <laughs> that conversation was was just so good. Right. Yeah. Um, but I mean, for me, I mean, again, I, I manage a department um, and I have a doctor who's rather innovative, um, who believes in this collegial, um, you know, and Claire knows, she knows Sean, uh, who, who believes in really bringing in multiple disciplines. And, you know, when he came on, he brought down the wall about what he did. Um, and, you know, I, I foresee this as being the next step for me. So I think I thank you because honestly, I think it's been a it's been a real eye, eye opener for me. And I, I want to research this and see how we can change it. And again, we, we tend to be he always likes to call us the test pilot or the, the test kitchen for trying ideas and approaches. And, and I I want to see how we can integrate an acupuncturist into our our team mm -hmm. or even utilize the ones that we're referring out to. So we're getting better care and better outcomes. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, great. For me, I feel like I'm going to be cha not challenged. I feel like uh, it's going to motivate me now more, more so now, to go back to LA and find out and experience for myself and meet those acupuncturists. Mm -hmm. And I know someone has told me to visit. I have gone to acupuncturists. Well, probably just one time or whatever, because uh, I don't have issues. I mean, I don't have musculoskeletal issues. So I'm like, just just do something. <laughs> 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 but I do know there are a couple, like one of the doctors that I know, she works very closely. She's a physician that works very closely with an acupuncturist, and she has told me, check this person out. Mm -hmm. And so I think that will be like from a practical standpoint, this is what I am going to do, and I'm <coughs> hope to get recommendations from you if you know of anyone out in LA, so that I can check them out and then 
maybe have some what of an edu like a decent com conversation, further mm. conversation. Yes. Yeah. Of course, um, I w wish you were in LA or right. I was closer <laughs> to New York. Yeah. Yeah, we're Thank you for that. Um, for me, um, what I'm getting is the importance of educating and working together. And I could really um, see in the future somehow doing collaborative trainings where, it, can you imagine where if we had uh, a training where acupuncturists and PTs came together and we were um, learning assessment and um, learning to um, diagnose and learning to treat, but in a way like with that will enhance each of our skills, yeah. right? Like that was one of the things. We're all, we're all assessing the same body. Mm -hmm. we're, we're looking at when a problem patient comes in, we're seeing the same issues, but we're gonna tackle it from a different standpoint. But that assessment piece is so important. And to do that well, I think if we worked, if we went through a training where we were PTs and acupuncturists are together, I think it can be so wonderful and I'm hoping that we um, create that, that opportunity. I hope as a profession, we work collaboratively together and that um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just have more, more, more chance to have fun and um, do good work out there. So thank you very much. Yeah, if only, if only we knew a Con Ed company that could put on <laughs> such a training. You know. Just yeah. find a good location, I'm sure you'll draw. <laughs> Yeah, we, we talked about, um, I think that's what one of the things we talked about today, right? It was like, and in, in, um, we were talking about the developmental physicians. We were having a conversation about that. It's yeah. like, what if, you know, yeah. what if we put them in some of these developmental positions and, um, you know, now you're, now you're integrating some of uh, your knowledge and you're, you're accessing uh, muscles in, and nerves in, in those particular positions you know, sky's the limit, right? Yeah, it like, was mind-blowing. It was another level. So positioning the patient right. um, in a different way than how we would normally just treat supine and prone or sideline, but in a position of how the arms and legs are positioned, then to, to use that to then do acupuncture. I mean, that's like another layer, right? No one's really kind of incorporated at that level, right? Yeah. So, well, yeah. Claire, what are your thoughts on that? Right. My brain is... Uh, the wheels are turning, <laughs> and I'm already thinking. This is like, like, how do we integrate this? Yeah. Um, so it's like, it sounds so. What a big project, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, as I always like the power of one. So hopefully we can put our minds together. Yeah. And who knows? Mm -hmm. uh, the 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 potential, uh, co future collaboration and. Uh, I'm just thinking, uh, it's like, I'm excited. Me I don't too. know what the future is, but I'm like, uh, let me learn this a little bit more. Like, even some of the fascia stuff, I'm, I'm trying to incorporate much more. And then I was like, having this conversation, like, I will never, like, in California, we will not, we, uh, I will not want to, to, to be acupuncturist. Does that make sense? I, I don't want to do what you're doing, meaning, you know, the skill set or, or the assessment, because, I think we are. We already have our skill set, but how do we? How do we actually learn from you, and learn from the other professions, and bring it in even more? Mm -hmm. uh, it's mm -hmm. also like collaboration, and yeah, yeah. Uh, that was th th that's what's going on in my head. How 
because um, I'm always thinking of integration because that's where I think one of my strengths are uh, just trying to incorporate different approaches into something that's easier to understand even for myself because I I'm not that com complicated uh, I, I want to be it's simple I need to be simple because I'm a little slow I take time to learn but I want to learn it well and as I'm learning, I'm like incorporating others. So I think you guys can see that even as I have taught over the years, it's, I'm still evolving, I think. <laughs> well, I, I think you said it, said it really well. I mean, you're constantly evolving because I always learn something different anytime I attend a course with you. And you know, you've, you integrate everything so well. So, I mean, it makes it easier for us, um, you know, um, as your students to just be able to pick up that information. Um, it, it becomes much more digestible because you've done a lot of the legwork and, and such and you continue to evolve. So. Yeah, so next year will be different again. <laughs> 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 yeah. Not different, hopefully with a, with, a diff, with a different lens or a newer lens or, you know, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this is what I think actually um, keeps me going. But sometimes if you do the same old, same old, it's kind of boring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like, okay, what's next? It's like, and then you get jazz for a little while, but it's like, okay, I don't know. I, I'm pretty excited going forward because I thought, yeah, I was like, yeah. okay, never stop learning and never learn. Yeah, never stop learning. Oh, I want to quote this. Um, okay. Professor Yonda uh, used to tell us the day you stop learning is the day you die. So there you go. I'm going to mm. keep learning. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're keeping Claire alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it, has, it has been a truly... Um, so much I thank you so much Claire for for being so open and generous and and welcoming to me and thank you guys for um, including me in your in your training I know we we you know pleasures we, are all ours yeah, yeah. It, totally yeah. pleasures all ours and you know thanks for coming on the podcast and we learned a lot and we look forward to collaborating more in the future wonderful yeah let's do that all right so there's a beach calling our name here in uh, Phuket Thailand <laughs> All right, so let's end the episode now. But you know, I'm sure I don't. We'll we'll share this, and then you know, if anybody has comment, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like, "Why didn't you ask this? Why didn't you ask that?" So maybe one day we could do it in the future, like online or something, like a, a update episode or something like that. Part two. Yeah, part two, or maybe part two's in uh, Phuket next year, 2023. <laughs> you know? See you there. Yeah, let's let's come back. Yeah. So anything else, Andre? All right. Well, thank you both. Um, this is what this is why we do the company, right? So people can meet each other and network, and then have fun and learn. So everything um, the jet set is about is right here at this table. Yep. So thank you very much. Thank you very thank much. Thank you guys. Yeah, thank you. Okay.